For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Feeding the beast, the beast that is equine. And uh, if you're feeding horses or you want to feed horses, you probably already know about this crew, but I wanted to know about the people at Dunstan Horse Feeds and what their selection is like. And what do you feed a racehorse? It's fa- it will fascinate me. Paxton Condor from Dunstan Feeds joins us. G'day, Paxton. Hey, how are you going? How about that name, first of all, Paxton? <laughs> Come on, you've, you've explained it your whole life where you got that name from. I sure have, and I've never met another one yet. <laughs> no, I bet not. Is it, there, there was a very famous NFL player, Bill Paxton, I think, or it's a, oh, it was an actor, Bill Paxton. Yeah, last name, yeah, but I haven't seen a first name. So huh? a message from Nam book uh, was the name of the book, um, written by Danielle Steele. There you go. Where my mum got it from, apparently, so there you go. Right. Very basic question, and you can probably talk for 20 minutes, but don't. What do you feed a horse? <laughs> like the, the stuff the stuff that you've got. I've gone onto your website. I never knew there was such a variety, a smorgasbord, a veritable smorgasbord of food for horses. You name it, we've got it. Yep, that's for sure. Um, over 50 products that we offer at Dunstan Horse Feed. So um, plenty of different options for horses of all shapes and sizes doing all sorts of different things. So is it, it's, you know, we eat because we get hungry and we just need it to eat to live, but you're, you're dealing with like athletes when it comes to horses. To, how differing a diet does one horse in the racing stable and a stable mate who lives next door, how different can their feed be? Yeah, so every horse is different, obviously. So um, it can be as simple as not so different at all or completely different altogether as his mate next door. So um, one horse might tie up, so they need specially feeds for that, or um, one horse might need more energy or more weight or prone to ulcers. So, yeah, totally different things. Um, So we need to make sure that we're catering for horses of all aspects um, in our feeding programs. So it's like um, you do have horses that go out for a spell and they can put on a bit of condition and come back a bit burly or fat, for want of another word. Do they have, like, um, low-calorie feed or and that sort of thing to get them into racing shape? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, so we've got um, feeds for spelling horses, pre-training horses, um, obviously when they're born, we've even got um, a specialty feed called Orphan Foal, so a special mix for a horse that loses its mum, little foal loses its mum. Um, so that's got a bit of milk powder in it and things. So, um, yeah, all sorts of different different ones. Um, obviously, your racehorse needs high energy feeds, so um, we're looking at muesli blends with um, oats and things like that. So, And because the horses, and you actually, well, maybe you can talk to them, you guys at Dunstan, uh, I don't know, but you can't actually go go like a human goes to a doctor and says, look, I'm feeling a bit lethargic, um, so say I'll take some more iron or that sort of thing. Is it through blood tests to find deficiencies? How, how do you work a program to find out what you should be feeding them? Yeah, so every trainer's different, obviously. So the um, trainers work very closely with their horses. So they know those horses inside out um, and their team that they've got around them. So, you know, your stable hands and your jockeys and track work riders and your vets and farriers and everything like that. There's a big team behind um, each and every horse and they, they seem to know what's, what they need to do to get the best out of their horse. And, um, 
do that through their feeding regime and their uh, fitness regime and, and all the rest of it to make sure that they're at their best on race day. We're talking to Paxton Condor out of Dunstan Feeds. Now, this is potentially a silly question, but I'm here. I'm, I'll put my hand up and say it might be a no silly question. It's a silly question. Okay. <laughs> do racehorses still eat grass or is it all out of the bucket and in the stable, in the stabling area? Do they get to eat grass much while uh, um, in a preparation? It definitely depends on the trainer once again. So there is many horses that are um, trained out of the box. And they might go out in the paddock for a couple of hours a day um, and then on the walker again in the afternoon and, and things. But, um, yeah, once again, depends on um, your situation, your environment that you've got at your stables. Some, some trainers will have them in the paddock and some will have them in the box. It depends on the environment that you're in. Because you get those, um, now I'm just trying to, the Kaimanawa horses, all they eat is grass. That's it. So a horse can survive on just eating grass. No supplements, no feeds, no, I don't know, some better beet extruded flakes or whatever these things and your staggers <laughs> nuggets. They can just live on grass, can't they? They sure can, but you don't want to see your Kaimanawa trying to win the Melbourne Cup. Touche, touche, Paxton. I don't mind that from you. Um, Tell me what extruded means too while I'm asking silly questions. You've got a Dunstan extruded barley, you've got extruded maize, you've got extruded rice. What do you do to food to to make it extruded? Yeah, so that's a, um, a specialty formula that we do with Dunstan. So um, our nutritionist, Greta Weber, would have been a probably better person for you to be talking to if you're wanting to find all the nitty-gritty. I'm just the marketing manager. But, um, yeah, an extruded, all our feeds are extruded, so the cereals are actually cooked um, to get the benefits out of the grains um, so the horse can digest them properly and um, they can get the best out of them so they're getting the you know the energy and the nutrition that they need from from those grains. So you're not going to get that from a grain as a raw component. Um, mm. Extruding it's a much better option. So you got like, um, like I was going to say horse chefs or like so- equine scientists that formulate these things. <laughs> where, where, where's the science behind all of this? Yeah, so we have a dedicated equine nutritionist within our team. Um, Gretel's been with us for many years now, um, well over 10 and um, she'll work with the trainer. So we'll design specially formulated diets for each and every trainer. So she'll go and test the pasture, find what they're lacking, um, find what each, and ho- each stable's lacking, what each trainer wants to feed with them, and we can develop their specialty feed specific for that stable. Is, is there still room in the, in the diet for a racehorse for the humble carrot, the humble apple? <laughs> You'll actually find that many racehorses don't. Some of them will, but some of them don't like the carrots and apples as they do they're um, not used to it or yeah the odd one that once again every horse is totally different so you'd like to think that they'd get the odd treat every now and again they're working hard yeah they are well I must be part horse because I don't like carrots or apples myself so um, you've solved one (laughs) you've solved one we've actually had a text in from a listener just here saying Steph there is a young man from Wellington who plays golf with my son and his first name is Paxton and he's currently in Oregon on a golf scholarship so you've got a namesake Oh, look at that. Little old New Zealand. Who would have thought? Who would have thought he's in Oregon? Okay, now, for a human also, last question. What is the weirdest supplement you got that we'd just go, really, they eat that to make them do that? What would be the first one off the top of your head? Oh, turmeric. Horses, they, uh, we feed horses turmeric, or we feed horses, uh, what's in our feed? Cooked peas, lupins, um plenty of different things. An old aged one is some people would roast pumpkin to bring out the colouring in a um, horse's coat. Wow. So, 
plenty of old wives' tales out there to um, get the the best and added edge to each and every horse. <laughs> yeah, I guess if they're stressed, you could give them some St John's wort, and if, if they're living in the deep south, not getting much sun, you can give some vitamin D, etc. And I just noticed, um, I'll just back on, on your website here, racing training, uh, studs and breeders, uh, you've got the supplements and equestrian as well, which you're a very proficient person as well. Um, and I'm trying to find the bit I found. I think it's on. just – I delay and muck things up all the time. Uh, fibre. There was something about fibre, and a horse has to eat 15% of its body weight daily in fibre. That's outrageous. 1.5%. 1, 1. Oh, my eyesight was so bad I missed the point. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's still a crucial point there. Yes. So is that is that part of the um uh the loose expellation we see in the birdcage from time to time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so fiber is a hugely important component in a horse's diet. So um you want to make sure the fiber is key so they can get that obviously through hay, pasture, um, your meadow chaff blends and things like that too. So yeah, fiber is important and then we um we assist with the grain component to add energy and protein and calorie and all the rest of it to their diets. Wow, fantastic. Look, um, Dunstan Horsefeeds, you've been a name that's been in my head for years and I've never spoken to anyone from you because I've, I've never had a stable or owned a horse or anything like that. You sponsor a lot of stuff you in the industry. Well, ownership. I used to. Available in the I used to. I used to. I used to. I've, I've had about 10 horses over my time, but I've never had the association with the feed place and as I say you sponsor a lot of stuff you're a really important part of the industry so thanks for all of that your passion dedication and Dunstan that is your little tagline and I like it um, Paxton thanks for joining us today good chat no worries thank you for having me cheers there we are Dunstan Feeds I bet you learnt something Sam I bet you learnt something Sam right there I thought the 15% um, fibre thing was high and I missed the the point five mark, but I might have missed it. But did you talk to her about the packs in, in Oregon? I might have missed that bit. Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, she was yeah. very chuffed. Little yeah. old New Zealand, two Paxtons. Yeah, over in Oregon. I wonder if it's the uh, whoever that uh, texter is. Is it the the U of O, the University of Oregon, the Ducks? Currently, the, in... the, the Ducks. That's a great athletic school. That that must be quite a f- good young golfer if he's. I reckon if you like Google Paxton Golf Oregon, you'd probably find him, Sam. I think you'd probably find him. Um. <clears throat> yep. Uh, he Paxton Jones. Uh, he was the captain of the golf team at Scotts College. Sorry if we were revealing too much about him here, but uh, <laughs> Paxton Jones was the captain of the golf team at Scotts College. Won the Wellington College Championship as a senior. As a court, he's at Williamette University, um, which must be in in Oregon. Williamette. Do you are? Yeah. Um, Do, uh, actually, no. You go. You go. A great text message from Rory. <laughs> oh, Rory, you're on fire, son. I keep having a recurring dream that I'm a horse, and that's four nights on the trot. <laughs> Rory, if you could send that through like on a regular basis, it makes my day. It really does. Just constantly. I went back and forth with Rory once on a New Zealand Herald. It was a long time ago on a New Zealand Herald comment section. Yeah. He's a great man. Rory, you're a good man. He is a good man. Um, And someone texted and said, oh, did I miss the vault? Was it the 95 World Cup final? Locked now. Been locked again. So you're going to have to go back and listen. Oh, okay. It's locked up, Steph. We can't. We, we don't just open the vault willy nilly and let someone walk in because they missed it. You know, 
it's 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 all it's been bolted up, close the door. It takes a lot to open that thing. A lot of admin. <laughs> okay, Sam. You know, jeez. Just listen to the podcast. Check his new little baby. You have to listen to the podcast. I'm not allowed to do it. And Pill Paxton, of course, was the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Oh no, he was. Yes, he was. He was the. Do you know he was the only per, only person to be killed on screen by the alien in Ali, the Alien film, uh, the Predator in the Predator film, and oh, there was one other like famous monster there. Oh, um, and the Terminator. He was the only actor on screen to be killed by all three of those beasts. Wow. Yeah, real random fact, but it came up in a, in a quiz, a pub quiz. Are they three different movies? Three different movies, yeah. Oh, and the Hulk was in all of them? No, no, no. He, Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, yeah. His his character got killed in the Alien film, the Predator film, and the Terminator film by, oh, so the, by the villain. He's been more than just the Hulk. He's been a, yeah. he's been a villain in oh, a number I, of films. I don't know him as, I don't even know him as the Hulk. I, oh, know, I, him, I know him an alien. I know him in Predator with, with Arnie. You know, get to the chopper. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. I have seen it's one predator, of those. Predator, yeah. Is that science fiction? You could classify it as science fiction. Steph, certainly not historical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bill Paxton. I've watched R.I.P. too. He died uh, in yeah two years ago, I think. Did he? I think so, yeah. So four times he's been killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark. No. No, no, no. Uh, last text before we go to the new Steffi. That lady was interesting. On the horse theme, I think I found a roughie for the New Zealand Cup. I'll read it after the news. I need to get on before I read it out. Dave, thank you very much. Thank you very much. New sport weather. He's Karen. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.